0: profit of I know words, I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Yo, yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back. This is the Peddling Fiction podcast. After a brief week hiatus, I know I missed last week. No new episode for you fiction peddlers out there for that. I do apologize, but I am back here. It is Monday night. And I'm actually, you know, we've we set our clocks back yesterday here in, in Mexico. So I I am now an hour behind everybody in the central standard time zone so th- th- i'm still sort of adjusting to that and I, I know you guys all had your halloween weekends hopefully that was a lot of fun so you didn't really miss uh, not having a, an episode or two of the peddling fiction to go over because you should have been partying dressing up trick-or-treating taking the little ones around the neighborhood to trick-or-treat i, I wonder how it went you know i've I've been kind of communicating with some of my friends who have kids, uh, and you know, some of this is like the first time that they've been trick or treating in years because their kids are pretty young, you know. But I'm still having phone fucking problems, so you know, I'm having a lot of trouble communicating with people. But from what I gather, there were not uh, too many trick or treaters out, which uh, which is sad, you know. I always loved Halloween; it's one of my favorite. Uh, favorite holidays as a kid probably because I was never really allowed to eat candy <laughs> like not not that I wasn't allowed to eat it but we never really had it in the house you know my mom would buy healthy food for the most part didn't have a lot of those the snacks that kids would always like and she you know she always made really nice dinners and, and meals and everything like that but they were like well balanced healthy meals we didn't go get fast food and crap like that. And, and so Halloween was, was when I get to fucking stock up on candy for the year. Anyway, what a shame. What a shame what we're doing to the kids today. I mean, this is... <laughs> to be born in this time... You know, and and like if, if these are like your childhood years, you know, like the the good ones that you can actually like as far back as you can remember, all that fun that you were having, it's all getting fucked up for these poor kids. You know, five year olds, six year olds, you know, five through t- like 12, 13 whatever. Uh, I, I, those are very formidable years, and God, I, I I still shudder to think the damage that we're doing to these kids. And, you know, that's time you're never going to get back. And you're never going to get it back as a parent, too. Watch it, you know, <laughs> like playing with your kids and, and these weird masked things that are going on. I, I just don't understand. And this is one of the things I think we talked about at the... We, we did have the Friday night happy hour. And thank you for those who attended that. It had a pretty good turnout, actually. At one point, I don't know, like t- uh, 12, 13 people in there. Um which was a lot of fun. I uh, had, had some new people in, which is cool. The next one will have all of the, the top contributors to the, face, the private Facebook group. But one of the things we were talking about was just how, how shocked I was that... Um, this is a point that I would make. We, we talked about a lot of stuff. But I, I was just shocked that the, the, the children, the, the, the fact that they're going after the kids now, has not snapped a lot of people out of this propaganda cycle. Like, the, the propaganda has been so effective that people are willing to do things to their kids that, you know, a couple of years ago would be considered child abuse, should be considered child abuse for sure. and And now they're, you know... I got an article in the stack here about the the vaccines uh, being made available for kids, and we'll probably talk a little bit about that later. But uh, that that has really shocked me. You know, I th- I, I was kind of hopeful that once they started going after kids, babies, they're their, you know their pride and joy, that that maybe that would snap some people out of this fucking thing that they're in. And if that doesn't do it. You know, I don't really know what can. But yeah, so that was a lot of fun on Friday. And if you guys want to become a part of that, you just have to become a supporting listener of the show. So you can go to PeddlingFictionPodcast.com, click on the Support the Show tab, and set up a recurring monthly donation. I don't care how much it's for. It can be as little as a dollar a month. As long as it's recurring, you will be invited to recurring Friday night happy hours every other Friday, but anyway, you know Halloween's not really big here, but the Dia de los Muertos is, and that is technically I think it starts today. Uh, la- yesterday they were they were putting the finding, uh, finishing touches on all these uh, displays they have downtown, which are really cool, and then they do these um they, I guess they call them offerings. Ofrendas, oh, I think it is in Spanish, but the, you know they, they people build these like little shrines and stuff to remember their their loved ones that have passed away, and there there's some really nice uh, just, um things to look at uh, this time of year, and it, it's it's pretty cool to be around for that, which is which is nice. So it it starts today, I think, and then it goes tomorrow, and there's a parade and everything. So big holiday over here. A lot of people, a lot of people around now. Uh, the the high season is kicking into gear, right on time. The weather is turning, so we, you know, it's going to be beautiful down here for the Sayulita Super Spreader, which is a little over a month away, about a month and ten days. And you just, if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, you missed the sale on tickets. Uh, th- that is over. That ended yesterday at midnight. So you are you are stuck paying full price, but you should still come. Uh, Still come if you can. It's going to be a lot of fun. And honestly, I don't know how much longer I'm going to sell the tickets. I might might just do a cutoff here in like a week or two. So I would get those tickets before I make a decision on that. So you don't get left out of the greatest libertarian bash to ever take place. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) But it is going to be... uh, I am really looking forward to this event and speaking about the next you know month or so i am actually going on vacation i you know it may seem like every day out here is a vacation because i am living in paradise but i have actually been working the entire time uh basically you know three three to four different uh sort of ventures that i'm involved in so it's uh, i haven't taken really any time off with the exception of uh you know a long weekend here or there so I, I'm, I'm taking a month off, uh, about a month, the month of November. I'm you know, i I'm going back home on Thursday, and then the following Thursday I'm off to Panama. Uh, I'm going to do a couple weeks in Panama, about two and a half weeks or so, and then I'm going to do about a week in Guatemala. So I will be back in uh, PV here the, the week of the super spreader. So I'll be back on like probably December 5th. While I am gone, I do still plan on doing episodes, but I'm going to change up the format of the show a little bit. And I think hopefully you guys are going to like it. I think it's going to be a a lot of fun and just easier for me to get content out when I'm on the road. So I'm going to bring Justin on as a co-host and we're going to do episodes probably twice a week i don't know exactly what we haven't really worked out the time yet because he's got a work schedule that we have to work around as well and you know i'm gonna be traveling and doing different various things but yeah we're gonna shoot for twice a week and it's just gonna be uh me and him so you know same type of content and everything but i will have a uh a hillbilly to bounce my ideas off of (laughs) and uh for those of you that that were in the uh the uh, Friday night happy hour, you might get that joke reference. And for those of you not, well, it's too bad. You got to get into the, the happy hour group to get in on all of the inside jokes. But, uh, uh so that the, uh, he's going to come on as a co-host, And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, just to add a, a different dynamic to the show and make it easier to, uh, bang out episodes while I'm on the road. Cause I don't exactly know what my setup is going to be. And, uh, there's just a lot lot in the air and it's easier it's much easier to do a show with another person than it is to self produce uh you know an hour plus of of content for you guys so uh that's my plan for the next month and then you know i'm gonna get back and it's right into the super spreader at least that's the plan that's December tenth through the twelfth. So you can go to Silita Superspreader.eventsmart.com and get your tickets there. Sorry, I know that was a lot of um a lot of administrative stuff going on there, but it's been a while since we've chatted, so we can hop right into the show today. Did Joe Biden shit his pants in front of the Pope? <laughs> These are the questions we now must ask ourselves in 2021. God, isn't it fucking? Unbel- an unbelievable time to be alive. <laughs> it really is. Just... And we're right on schedule, by the way, with this presidency. Right on schedule. Uh, perfect. I think, you know, what week is it in the NFL season? Because I, I put the over-under Joe Biden would, uh, would stay president at, at six, uh, week six of the NFL season. I think we're past that now. And that was on. That was when I did uh, uh, Buck Johnson's uh, Patreon thing for his supporting listeners. We were, you know, we were all putting our our bets in how long he would last as president. I said he would be in there at least until week six of the NFL. So pat my back on that, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is uh, you really just can't fucking make this stuff up. Of all the times to uh, shit yourself in front of the Pope, <laughs> must be. Uh, I mean I mean the jokes just write themselves. this is fucking fantastic. What a great time to be alive. I, I don't know people are asking me if I if I if I figured out if it's true or not if I'm looking into it uh, you know I'm not really spending that much time on whether or not he should himself I'm leaning towards he probably did <laughs> like um, and if he didn't do it in front of the Pope it's probably happened some other time. I was joking around on Twitter earlier. You know, we've gone from, is Donald Trump a Russian asset? Is he a spy for, you know, Vladimir Putin? (laughs) These were the questions we were asking ourselves under Donald Trump. And they were absolutely ridiculous. Like, there was never any doubt. There was never any real doubt as to whether or not Donald Trump was a spy. We all knew that. That was fucking bullshit from day one. And the questions we're asking ourselves now. Under Joe Biden, our return to normalcy—you know, <laughs> this was supposed to get us back on track. Oh, you know, forget that whole that detour with Donald Trump and all those crazy right-wing idiots. This was going to be—we're bringing it back. You know, we're we're getting ourselves together. We're we're reestablishing the prestige of the office. You know, Donald Trump was embarrassing. And Joe Biden, you know, he's he's going to bring it back. He's going to bring us the presidency back on the pedestal where it belongs. And now we're, we're finding ourselves asking, asking the question, did he just shit himself on live TV in front of the Pope? And to be honest, one of those questions is a lot more ridiculous to ask than the other one. And I think we all know that the first question as to whether or not Donald Trump was a spy is far more ridiculous a uh, far more ridiculous question to ask than did Joe Biden just shit himself. And that is the state of America in 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> That's not really going to be the topic of today's show. I um, there, There's been some things that I've wanted to talk about for over a week now. And my, my schedule has just been really crazy. And because I'm doing all this traveling, I, I'm making all these... Uh, preparation plans and everything like that and it's just been super hectic and the the weeks just keep getting away from me what i really want to focus uh today's episode on is this the most ridiculous idea I've, I've, i've ever seen i've heard of a lot of ridiculous ideas when it comes to taxation you know and that old saying if it moves tax it if it doesn't move tax it twice they they will come after Anything and everything. And it's never going to be enough for them. Ever. It's never going to be enough. But they have gone so far and above ridiculousness with this new idea of taxing unrealized capital gains. Which, uh, we'll we'll explain what that means in a second. But my God, this is like... (laughs) They have now gone into taxing things that don't even exist. They're they're taxing the idea of you actually having money in the future, <laughs> and it, it, it's it. Not only would it be the most destructive tax that I could possibly imagine, other than just confiscating a hundred percent of everything that everybody has, <laughs> this is like the next the next worst thing that you could do. Um, it, it the repercussions of this would be astronomical, and oh God, it just it's so painful to watch people get on board with the most idiotic, destructive ideas ever put forth by a politician, simply because they're billing it as a tax on billionaires. Oh, you know, it's only going to hit the billionaires. The billionaires, don't worry. It's never going to affect you. This is for Elon Musk and Bill Gates and those guys. Give me a fucking break. I mean, we've been over this a a million times on this podcast, but they always bill taxes as, don't worry, you're not going to have to pay this tax. Somebody else is going to have to pay the tax. Now, can anybody name... One tax that only billionaires pay, that the, the the average common you know Joe Sixpack doesn't pay, because I can't think of one. In fact, it's usually the other way around. Billionaires can get around a lot of these taxes because they can, you know, they can incorporate, they can move their businesses overseas, they can move their bank accounts overseas, they can never take a paycheck. They can you know, uh, change the way they earn their income so that they avoid all sorts of taxes. They can hire an army of lawyers to get around all these taxes. They can hire entire divisions. They can have uh, like people that work for them specifically to arrange their entire business so that they pay zero in taxes. That's been done before. But Joe Sixpack, he doesn't do any of that. And when the billionaires inevitably don't pay this tax, or it inevitably doesn't generate what, it's, what they think it's going to generate, because these dishonest pieces of shit in Washington make these projections as if you institute a tax and everybody just pays it without changing their behavior. Another just ridiculous idea. All of these projections are wildly inaccurate. They are a fucking fantasy land. But yet they, somehow they, they understand this aspect of people changing their behavior when you tax them. When it comes to like carbon footprints and cigarettes and alcohol and sugar and all this other stuff. Then they understand that if they tax it, you get less of it. And when you subsidize it, you get more of it. But these, these, uh, these projections, so when they inevitably don't pan out, You know, we're going to, oh, we're going to raise like $5 trillion or whatever it is. Uh, And they get a fraction of that. Well, then they go down to the millionaires and they go after their unrealized capital gains. And then when they inevitably don't fucking get what they think they're going to get from those people, they ratchet it down and they ratchet it down and they ratchet it down. And the, you know, the percentage of the money that they take from you goes up and up and up. And if you need any more evidence of this, look at any tax that's ever been put into existence. Every single time. Every single fucking time. Every single tax. It's always, oh, don't worry. You're not going to have to pay this one. Just that guy over there. The billionaire class. They're going to have to pay it. And it's only 1%. Maybe 7%. Okay? Max. Now the floor, the floor is fucking higher than the ceiling ever was for the income tax and even, you know, property taxes, uh, sales taxes. The floor on those is higher than the income tax for fucking Rockefeller was ever supposed to be. The floor, it starts at 10%. <laughs> I mean, and it goes way above that. It goes way above that. And it hits everybody. The fact that there are so many people that are willing to uh, to get on board with this for some fantasy promises from a politician, you know, they're they're claiming that they're gonna use this to fund their infrastructure bill and all this stuff. They they've been talking about funding all this shit forever, forever, and yet every year. Year after year, it's the same excuse. Oh, you know, in, our infrastructure is crumbling. Our grid needs to be updated. We need this. We need that. We need more funding. This is like letting in the biggest Trojan horse of all time: unrealized capital gains. You know, you know just bring this in. Let 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 us get through the gates. Don't worry. This is just a gift, a gift for the billionaires. You don't have to worry about it. And then they run fucking rampant through the, the entire society. And, and oh my God, dude, do you have any idea how, you know, the people that, <clears throat> if they were alive today, that voted, that, that were not just voted, but supported, you know, the, the income tax because it was only going to be for the Rockefellers of the world? Do you have any idea what they would think if they were alive today? having to pay fucking 20 times what Rockefeller was paying you have to fucking learn this shit you have to fucking learn this shit because when you don't when you don't understand their fucking playbook and we keep letting them institute more of these laws more of these taxes more of these regulations you you get what we have right now which is society just crumbling all around us and you know you keep seeing these articles about inflation well, where do you think this is coming from it's not just like this phenomenon that we don't understand. We've been talking about this for years. It just it's just the, the fact that it takes so long to manifest itself. These politicians get to obfuscate what's the actual underlying cause. You know, I have an article here. Thanksgiving 2021 could be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. History of the holiday. I, I haven't seen anything like it. I've been running sweet potatoes for 38, 39 years. I don't know what the answer is, but in the end, it's going to get passed on to the consumer. Uh, 20% more this month than he did the last 25 years raising uh, pasteurized, uh, pasture-raised turkeys. How much are the sweet potatoes? <laughs> I don't even fucking really like sweet potatoes, but whatever. Um you get the idea that you're starting to face the ramifications of being the fucking dolt that's like, oh, yeah, I support the the tax on billionaires. I, I support all these these government programs. They, they just need some more money so that they can fix the infrastructure, so that they can make college more affordable, so they can make housing more affordable, so they can, you know, do this and do that and K through 12 this and, you know, uh, unpaid, you know child care. All this shit that they've been fucking dangling in front of your face. Every single one of them blow up in a fucking disaster. And yet they come at you with the same ideas, the same playbook, and we keep biting for it. Like how many times does Lucy have to pull the fucking football away from Charlie Brown before people figure this out? We we have to find a way to reach these people. But my God. So unrealized gains, right? For anybody who's who's not familiar with, with you know the term or finance and your eyes glaze over when you, you start hearing things like this, right? I'm gonna to try to break this down as, as uh, simple as I can. An unrealized gain is simply it's the gain on paper at any given time of an investment, right? And and they're you know, they're claiming that this is just gonna be billionaires and it's just gonna be liquid assets. Now, how you define liquid assets, I don't know, but I think that's their way of saying maybe that it's not going to apply to properties, you know, uh, at least not yet. Obviously, these these terms are loose, and once they get the fucking taxing authority to do this, they're they're never going to stop. This is like the ultimate camel's nose under the tent if they can go after your unrealized gains in liquid assets, well they can do it in illiquid assets and they can just they can do it for anything. They can just name whatever they want and claim that, you know. But anyway, so let's just go go back to what unrealized gains are, right? If you were to buy a stock, right? Say you you bought a stock for $10 and over the next month, the stock your 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 idea panned out. The stock went up to $20. Now, you still own the stock. You haven't sold it. You haven't made $10 a share. Let's just say you bought one share to keep the math easy. Uh, you know I struggle with math probably more than the average, uh, the average Joe. So you bought one share for $10, right? It's now worth $20. So you've made a whopping $10 profit, right? Except that you haven't actually made it. It's just that on that day, you know, any given sunday, obviously the market's closed on sunday, but any given day that 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 price could go up, it could be it could be $20 today, it could be $5 tomorrow, okay? The unrealized gain is the the unrealized appreciation in the stock price, and it's unrealized because you haven't actually gotten it yet. They're taxing you on the idea that your stock is worth what what the market's saying it's worth, even though you haven't actually sold it. You see, the way it works now, under current tax code laws or rules or whatever you want to call them, you don't owe any taxes until you actually realize the gains. Which means, you know, if you bought the the, the stock for ten dollars and it went up to twenty you sold the stock, you actually sold it for $20 and you collected the $10 in profit, you would owe 15% on that $10 or maybe 20% if you're in the upper echelon of the tax bracket. I believe it's 15 and 20% are the two uh, capital gains taxes that are paid, and it's depending on your uh, income level. But it would only be... Uh, after you actually made the money and it hit your bank account, you sold the stock, you got what you, they thought you could get for it, then you would pay taxes on the gain. But that's not what's happening here. <laughs> they're, they're taxing you on the idea that if you did this, you would get that. And we're going to tax you on this idea that you could get $10 for profit for selling that stock. Absolutely insane. As we all know, or as we should all know, it you everything is worth what somebody will actually fucking pay for it. You know, there's uh there there's a lot of these um like joke cryptocurrencies coming out right now, and one of them just turns out to be a complete fucking scam, which is the Squid Ink uh cryptocurrency, which I, I, I that was just a crazy story that we probably don't have time to go into. But there you know, there's another ver like a newer version of the Dogecoin that came out, the Shiba Inu uh, coin. And, you, you know, there's, there's some guy that's been accumulating these, these coins, you know, for fractions of fractions of a fraction of a penny, right? The, the price ended up shooting up this month, right? And by shooting up, it's still like, you know, one Shiba Inu is point zero 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 seven right? So, but he bought it, you know, like four zeros before that. And so on paper, he's a billionaire. He's worth like 60 billion dollars. Just this month. He's got unrealized capital gains of sixty billion dollars because he's been acquiring these coins, you know, from day one and they just skyrocketed. You know, it's up like you know four thousand percent or something. I forget what the numbers are. But so he has technically unrealized gains in Shiba Inu coins of tens of billions of dollars right now. The problem is the market for Shiba Inu coins is is so fucking thin that if he ever tried to sell all those coins, he would collapse the market. It collapse. It would. It would. You know. It would go back down. He'd be worth nothing, and he wouldn't be able to sell enough Shiba Inu coins to afford the tax on his unrealized gains. That's one huge problem with this ridiculous idea. I mean, the the actual uh, taxing mechanism of it, you know, what would happen if people actually had to pay these taxes, would collapse every bubble that they're trying to fucking blow up, which is one reason why I don't think this will ever pass, thankfully. But you, you know I, you never you never want to underestimate the stupidity of the American people or their fucking politicians who they put in power. But what's worse than, you know what's almost as bad, Probably worse than the the mechanism to enforce and, and actually have to pay all these taxes is the underlying ideas behind them, you know, the implications of these ideas that the, the government can tax you on things you don't even have. Think about that. Think about how ridiculous that is, and how like the level of overreach that that is we probably don't even have time to get into the unconstitutional nature of this kind of tax let alone the how every other tax that they're collecting basically uh, the income tax for sure is unconstitutional and that's destructive enough in and of itself now they want to come after you for unrealized gains you may never end up realizing those gains yet all the all along the way you're paying for the, you know, the opportunity to realize them at some point in the future. Do you have any idea how many investments I've held on to over the years and they've gone way up and I've gotten fucking greedy and I maybe I didn't take all my profits or I didn't take any profits and I rode them all the way down into the fucking red? Could you imagine what this would do to the average fucking investor who has to pay these things? and i you know i don't know if um liquid assets applies to you know, 401k's and stuff like that cuz i mean those can be liquid you can liquidate them you have to pay a penalty for it but they could go after that too. The unrealized capital gains and you're fucking... Could you imagine if you were one of these people, you know, who were you had huge 401ks leading up to the 2008 financial crisis and you were paying unrealized gains on that all the way up to fucking 2008 and then you got fucking chopped in half overnight? Unbelievable. Un-fucking-believable. The balls on these fucking politicians. And, you know, of course, it just depends on, you know, every time you stop the clock and it's like, okay, what were your unrealized gains as of this date? Like that, that's just, it's complete bullshit. Imag- like it, it is a good way for them to go after, you know, there's a lot of people that think this is how they're going to go after a crypto, the cryptocurrency world. I mean, imagine if you were paying taxes on all those unrealized gains when Bitcoin went up to fucking, you know, what 20,000, then down to 3,000, and you were paying unrealized gains at, at, uh, on fucking $20,000 uh, Bitcoin, and then all the way down to 3,000, you're still paying unrealized gains, unrealized gains. Maybe you have to sell a bunch of your fucking crypt- uh, cryptocurrency to pay those taxes. This is so wrong. So wrong. And of course, you know, the minds behind it are the Elizabeth Warrens, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Bernie Sanders of the world. They're, they're saying it's not technically a wealth tax. And, you know, it it, it is technically not a wealth tax, I, I suppose, since you actually don't have that wealth. That wealth is, uh, in theory, on paper. But it is a tax on wealth in the sense that you will never be able to gain wealth they're coming right after one of the best avenues that we have to uh achieve wealth to maintain wealth to gain wealth they're going to take that away from you and like all of these other taxes you know they 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 claim that they're uh, you know going after the billionaires they avoid them they've already they've, they're already billionaires So, okay, you you tax a billionaire's future, even if they could get this through, you know, you tax their future unrealized capital gains, okay, Uh, but I'm already a fucking billionaire several times over, so fuck you, how about that? Uh, What about the guy that's trying to become a billionaire, or a millionaire, or just trying to get something going, get some gumption, build some sort of wealth, so he's not living fucking paycheck to paycheck, and... Paycheck to paycheck isn't even paycheck to paycheck anymore because who knows when the government's just going to force you to sit at home and to close down your, the business you work for. And then you're, you're not living paycheck to paycheck. You're living fucking $600 stimulus to $600 stimulus, and those are fucking six months apart. People, we have to, We have to remove the rose-colored glasses that we see these fucking people in. I mean, look at what they are doing to their fellow man. Look at what they're doing to society. And you think you think they're coming up with this unrealized capital gains tax because they care about you? Because they want to fund infrastructure for you? Because they want to make K-12 through 12 free for your kids and free childcare and this more affordable and that more affordable? Do you really still fucking believe that? Look at what they're doing to you. Look around. Look around at the result. It's never enough for them. It's never enough for them. They have borrowed in your name, in your children's name, to the tune of, we're get, closing in on $30 trillion now. $30 trillion. If you were to rewind time, go back about, right about 30 years ago, uh, maybe a little longer than that, 30, about my age, you know, 35, 37 years ago, was like the first trillion dollar debt uh, that we had. I think it was under Reagan. If you were to, you know, let's, let's go back to that point in time and let's ask Elizabeth Warren because all these old fucks were still around back then. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi. Let's, you know, let's for a second pretend that the other idiots, uh, the other dim fucking bulbs in Congress, you know, the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of the world who think, that you know, this doesn't go far enough. How much would it take Let's say you know, name your price, we will give it to you. We'll solve all the problems, all the infrastructure, everything, poverty in America, world hunger, we can solve that. How much would it take? Nobody would even come within a fucking mile of 30 trillion dollars. Nobody, no fucking way, no goddamn way. They probably wouldn't even say ten trillion. <laughs> And we, within a couple decades, we were at that. It's never enough for them. It's never enough. Because all they do is fucking destroy everything that we give them. Give them everything that they take. Let's take a quick second and thank our sponsor for today's show. They've been our longest-running sponsor. Love these guys over at Lorenzotti, Italy. Lorenzati.coffee. if you go there and you use my promo code FICTION, you will get 10% off your order. This is premium Italian coffee delivered right to your door in beautiful packaging, by the way. I love the tins that they get. Um, it's one of the things that I've missed down here in Mexico. There are very few things that I actually miss, but there are a couple of, of uh, items out there that I can get in Chicago that I can't get down here in PV. and Lorenzotti's coffee is one of them. So go support these guys. Go support the you know these entrepreneurs, liberty-minded entrepreneurs who help make this show and other shows possible. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee.com promo code fiction for 10% off. Get, you know, we're coming up on the holidays here. These make great gifts, you know, stocking stuffers or, you know, something to put under the tree, something you can bring to the family. Who doesn't want to have a nice cup of fucking Italian roasted coffee in the morning when you're all sitting around opening presents or after your th- your most expensive Thanksgiving meal in the history of the meal? Well, this coffee is affordable and it's delicious. And it's the perfect thing for you and your family. So go to Laurenzotti.coffee promo code FICTION. All right, what was I talking about? These unrealized capital gains. Yeah. So, as I was saying, this is never going to be enough for them. They're never going to stop. They just keep going in this one direction. This is their idea. Now we're going to go after billionaires' unrealized capital gains, so that we can help fund this huge social program spending thing and our climate change package, right? And that's another. They got another climate summit going on. Was it this week? These fucking summits need to stop they they're just one big goddamn circle jerk political circle jerk they're so full of shit so expensive such a waste of taxpayer dollars and uh, uh by the way they they're fucking all of them flying in on jets and stuff which is just like like it doesn't seem to bother the uh, What's that little fucking girl's name that's so fucking annoying? Uh, whatever. The one that gave that speech, that horrible fucking speech a couple years ago, and we're going to be stuck listening to her dumbass for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem to bother them, flying around on private jets and everything. <laughs> yeah, But this is their idea, you know? So we're going to come after unrealized capital gains to fund our next big bullshit government boondoggle and and believe me when when a pol- whatever a politician says just hear the opposite of what they're saying if they're saying it's a tax on billionaires it's a tax on everybody if they're saying it's not a wealth tax it's a fucking wealth tax you know if they're saying this isn't about politics it's about politics it's always the opposite of what they're saying like i said there is no satiating these people what their thirst for our fucking money and our wealth you know it was fucking hilarious on Twitter. Was uh, was Elon Musk getting into it on Twitter with some fucking dumbass bureaucrat like WFP or something? I forget where they were from, but they basically said like, you know, if we if we took all of you know uh Elon Musk's net worth, you know, six billion dollars, or no, not not all of his, it was a, a fraction, like two percent, two percent of his his net worth, right, which would be apparently six billion dollars at least at the time that's that stock is like over a thousand now he's worth i think he's worth like you know 500 billion dollars now or something but th- this organization came out and said 2% of his wealth would solve world hunger which is 6 billion dollars to solve world hunger which is fucking laughable laughable i mean we spend that on fucking peanuts and there's nothing to show for it six billion dollars we we misplaced like a trillion dollars just just on fucking pallets over in iraq but yeah so elon's like okay if you can show me how six billion dollars will solve world hunger i will sell tesla right now and we can do it and Crickets, as far as I could tell. Crickets. And then it turns out it's like, oh yeah, $6 billion every year in perpetuity. But we all know even that's a bullshit number. This is all bullshit. They they can't solve world hunger by just taking money from people and wasting it. I mean, if they could have done it by now, the first $30 trillion, as I was saying, would have done it. We would be there. Because they were never asking for that much to begin with. We're not even close. We're not even close. Look at the charts of poverty; they're exactly where they have been since they fucking instituted this whole war on on poverty. You know, some thirty trillion dollars ago. All of the wealth is just being concentrated in the parasite that is Washington D.C. Anyway, back back to this article that I haven't really uh, talked about yet. Um, uh, this is uh, Nancy Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker. We'll probably have a wealth tax. She told CNN noting that Senate Democrats were still working on their proposal, which technically isn't a wealth tax, but bears a strong resemblance to that idea. The proposal, under consideration from the Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, a Democrat of Oregon, shocking, would impose an annual tax on unrealized capital gains on liquid assets held by billionaires. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen told CNN, I wouldn't call it a wealth tax, but it would help get at capital gains, which are an extraordinarily large part of incomes of the wealthiest individuals right now, escaping taxation until they're realized. And this is another thing, you know, this is another aspect of this that doesn't get enough attention. And this is what, you know, the the bobblehead lemmings that buy into all this propaganda are are biting on. This is the, the hook that's catching them. You know, it's like, oh yeah, these, well, all these billionaires, they're not paying income tax because they don't have any income. They have these investments and these investments have all these unrealized capital gains and then they're able to borrow all of this money. Against their portfolios, you know, using these portfolios as collateral. They get to borrow all this money and never pay uh, taxes on it. They never realize the gains. They just get to, you know, spend money as if they had. And that really sticks in the craw of all of these, uh, you know, all these other people, especially these politicians, because, oh, God, there's all this tax money out there that we can't get our fucking hands on. And to have Janet Yellen make that statement is just the fucking irony. Off the charts. This is the former uh, chairman of the Federal Reserve. Why, why can all of these wealthiest individuals borrow money so cheaply against their inflated fucking ta- uh, stock portfolios? <laughs> like, Whose stated goal was it to blow up a bubble in the stock market to create a wealth effect? That, that, that's the fucking brainchild of the federal reserve that's all they've been working on for the last 15 fucking years are you kidding me are you kidding me right now and now they're lamenting the fact that all these fucking people that got fucking rich on paper threw them fucking pumping in trillions of dollars into the stock market the people that pumped the money into the stock market with the the express purpose of making people rich on paper to create a wealth effect, so that they could borrow against those portfolios and redo their fucking kitchens and and you know go on vacations and all this shit. Now they're upset that they're not getting the tax revenue. So what's the plan? What's the plan now that they've you know they've created this huge bubble with zero percent interest rates that allow these people to borrow for fucking nothing against these inflated portfolios? Well, now you know we can't stop doing that. So we just need to give a new taxing power. A, a fucking unlimited taxing power to these psychopaths in Washington TZ, D.C. that's the plan that's the fucking plan and people are on board with this any idea how fucking rampant they could go with this if they can tax your unrealized stock portfolio they can tax anything that they fucking want and by the way who do you think gets to, gets to tell you what your stock portfolio is worth or whatever the, the asset that they're going after This is the shit that they pull with property taxes. You know the difference. I had so I had my property appraised for. We were fighting a property tax increase uh, like maybe two years ago now. I forget how long ago it was because you know time just seems to sit still with fucking COVID. But so we they had it appraised. You know official government appraisers or whatever for taxing purposes and then i also had it appra- I had to get it appraised again when i was trying to refinance last year or was that earlier this i think that was earlier this year the the, the difference in the appraisal for my refi and the appraisal for my tax increase was about $60,000 <laughs> okay that's a pretty big fucking difference and we all know, everybody who's tried to sell a house before knows that these appraisals are, if not complete bullshit, they're just some theory. It's just some guy's opinion of what it's actually worth. When you actually go to sell the asset and you figure out what you can actually get for it, well, that's what it's actually worth. So they could be they could be 10% off, they could be 20% off, they could be 50% off. And you're paying, you're paying their bullshit, fucking mark-to-market numbers. And then, of course, if you actually go to sell it, and everybody's gonna have to actually go to sell these things at the same time when the tax bill comes due, well, what do you think's gonna happen to the market? It's gonna, the bottom's gonna drop out of it, and you're not gonna get nearly what they claim that it was worth to pay the fucking tax. Like this is just the, the most destructive, retarded idea I've ever heard in the history of uh, fucking taxation, which says a lot, by the way. I mean, they're they're trying to tax, like, rainwater and stuff like that. Pretty soon they'll be taxing air. But this is is so typical of government behavior, right? They created this problem, right? They created the stock market bubble. They created the zero interest rate monetary policy. They created everything that they're lamenting right now. And instead of reversing that, getting rid of that horrible fucking idea that's got us teetering on the brink of economic collapse hyperinflation uh, i don't know about hyperinflation runaway inflation coming down the pike out of control stock market valuations that don't make any sense instead of fixing that fucking problem i don't know we're just going to give we're just going to give the government a brand new uh, totally unconstitutional illegal taxing power but don't worry you know it's not going to affect you you don't have to worry about it at least not now give it a year or two Give it, give it, a, give it some time. It won't take them long to ratchet that down from a billion to whatever. Start coming after everything that you fucking have. Take a problem that government creates, propose a solution that's not going to fix the problem, a, and that's going to create thousands of other problems that are a thousand times worse on top of it. This is the plan. You got to listen to some of these fucking. So yeah, uh, Elizabeth Warren obviously is on board with this. She's pushing really hard. Pocahontas. Pocahontas is the one that wanted the annual tax on all of your assets. So that would be that's definitely a wealth tax. This, according to Janet Yellen, I don't know if it's a wealth tax because I would say no because it's a tax on gains, not wealth. <laughs> that that was her fucking response to this. That to me is a distinction without a difference. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to get, like, what is your wealth? The, your wealth is the gains of your investments. And you're taking those before we even actually fucking get them ourselves. This is like withholding, uh, but worse. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the income tax withholding, but from your fucking investments. before. So, like, before you even get anything out of the investment, you take on all the risk, right? You put forth all the fucking capital, and they're just taking their fucking cuts from it constantly before you even fucking hit, anything even hits your bank account. But it's worse than that because there's no actual guarantee that anything will ever hit your bank account. They're taxing a fantasy. This is nonsense. There is no way that this is constitutional. There is no way that this should be able to pass through the courts. There there's just no goddamn way. And yet <laughs> it's certainly possible. I don't know how likely it is given the fact that billionaires are actually controlling all of these fucking puppets in Washington. But like I said, they've already become billionaires. So who knows? Maybe they don't care anymore. Maybe they, don't, you know, maybe they don't give a shit if, if this just applies to, you know, their future gain. They they don't need any more future gains, do they? They're they're already fucking gained to the max. But this yeah, so this proposal is likely uh, uh, according to what they're telling you right now. Is going to affect fewer than a thousand of the wealthiest US taxpayers. And that's according to their fucking fantasy, their their you know, their guerrilla math that they're coming up with, that's gonna cover the two trillion dollar spending bill that they want. But this is this is where we're at. This is how far they've like basically run out of things that you have that they can tax. So, they have to start taxing the things that you don't even fucking have yet. This is, and we're supposed to believe that this is just gonna stop. Like this, okay, now we've reached the limit. Just this last final tax on billionaires, that'll do it. That's gonna solve all the fucking problems. How how come all the other taxes haven't done it yet? How come all the other taxes haven't done it? The income tax, the property tax, the sales tax, the death tax, the fucking inheritance tax, the tax on, you know, a- uh, alcohol and uh, uh, entertainment taxes. I mean, the the list goes on and on. There's thousands of fucking taxes we're paying now. If anything to show for it, uh, again, how they doing so far? <laughs> and name somebody please tell me because maybe i'm just uh i'm overlooking something but i cannot think of a tax that a billionaire pays that the average fucking idiot in america doesn't pay i really can't and meanwhile you know they're fighting this out in in congress you know they're going back and forth is it going to be 2 trillion, 3 trillion 1.75 trillion they're haggling over the fucking numbers like that actually makes a difference and god damn does that fucking still piss me off just stop, like, just stop fighting it already. I mean, the Republicans that are like, oh, you know, we can't spend three trillion on that; that'd be ridiculous. So we can spend one point seven five trillion, or whatever. I forget what the ex- the exact numbers are, you know. But you know, and the moderate Democrats are like, oh, that's that's outrageous. Let's take a, you know five hundred billion off of that one, then then we'll be in line. Not only do they have, the, especially the Republicans in this regard, have no fucking credibility because they were spending like drunken sailors for the last four years under Donald Trump. They, run up, they ran up the massive trillion-dollar fucking deficits. It, gi- it gives them these talking, oh, well, we always had money for your bullshit Republican things, all those wars you wanted to fight, never fought that, but now you're fighting this and we're just trying to help the American people. So it gives them that. But then, you know, when these plans inevitably amount to nothing but some fucking fat cat corporate handout, trillions of dollars being transferred from the poor and the middle class to the billionaire class, the politically connected fucking lobbyists in washington when that inevitably happens and you still don't have your fucking infrastructure you still have to this climate change threat that we're all freaked out about you still don't have good schools you still don't have free college you don't have anything that they fucking promised you affordable housing or anything like that what are they going to say oh well you know we wanted to spend three trillion but the republicans they kept it down to whatever we settled on. It just needed to be bigger. It just needed to be bigger. Just stop fucking fighting it already. Who cares? Just, just tell them to name a number. How about this? How about this? They say a dollar amount, and then that's it. That's all they get. No more. Not another fucking dime. And that, you know, what's it going to take? Give me your best estimate as to what it's going to take to do everything Bernie Sanders wants to do. Name your price. We'll run it off the fucking printing press. Who gives a shit at this point? Let's just bring it on. Bring it on. Go ahead. Five trillion? Okay. Is that it? That's going to do it. Because that's all you're going to fucking get. And have them, I don't know, can you have them sign something? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Just call call their fucking bluff like Elon did. What do you need? And name your Name your fucking dollar amount. We'll give it to you. But then after you fuck this up, I don't want to hear about it ever again. I want to hear each and every single one of you guys go on the record that $5 trillion is all it's going to take to do all of your pie-in-the-sky bullshit. We'll give it to you right now, not over 10 years, not over this or that. Right now, boom, $5 trillion, get to work, and then we can just watch them fail miserably. And then maybe, maybe some of these people will wake up to the fact that This is one big fucking scam. I mean, it it is just absolutely incredible how propaganda has worked on us. Like, they would never put up with something like this from the private sector. Just a constant raping of your fucking bank account with no results, nothing to show for, just constantly raping you, saying that they're not going to rape you this time, they're going to rape somebody else, but then they come after you still. And they've somehow got you convinced that you're looking out for them. You're raping them for your own good, and that the next time, don't worry, don't worry. This time it's going to be different. Nobody would put up with that from the fucking private sector, and yet when it comes to these these angels that we have in government, as long as they pay lip service to the the things you want to hear, we think that they care about us. That they're just look, you know, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She just wants you to be comfortable, to live in dignity. Bernie Sanders wants the billionaires to pay their fair share so that you can go to college and buy a house, and they just want you to be happy. Okay, yeah. How are they doing so far? Anyway, I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about, but I guess I can save it for... I, I might try to bang out another, maybe a shorter episode this week before I leave. I, I don't know if I'll be able to do one. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure I have... I mean, I have the setup in Chicago to do an episode. I just, I'm just i there for such a short period of time. I don't know if I want to spend it talking into a microphone. I, I haven't seen a lot of my friends in over a year and um, haven't seen my family in a long time. So uh, I don't know if, I, if that's how I want to spend my time there. So I might try to bang out a quicker episode because uh, there were some other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, the CDC obviously, t- you know, coming out with uh, a fourth shot is okay for the immunocompromised people. <laughs> um, you know, Chicago's talking about a guaranteed basic income program. I had that in the stack. Of course, Chicago again, just making wonderful headlines. Five hundred bucks a month, yeah, you know? and that's uh, that's some of the federal funding that the city of Chicago got from uh, you know. Your pandemic stimulus. They're going to just start giving that out to fucking poor people now. As a proof of concept, of course. (laughs) Uh, What else we got here? FDA committee members that have been reviewing the Pfizer vaccine for children. Turns out um, they worked for Pfizer or they have big, like, huge Pfizer connections. So, interesting. Interesting little tidbit there. Uh, Oh, another shout out to fucking In-N-Out Burger. Another one in California shut down for refusing to be vaccine police. Stay strong out there. Continue. Just fuck it, fuck it, fuck California. Just get out of there. Get out of all of these states that are treating you like this. You're telling me In-N-Out Burger can only function in California. Come on, man. Just leave. Just go someplace else. But do not fucking cave to this. And other places should get on board too. And then, of course, you know we got some. Uh, We've got boots on the ground in Taiwan now. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so uh, looks like we're up to the same old shit. And uh, maybe we'll have time to cover that on another episode because I think I'm running a little long here. And I'm going to wrap for today, guys. It's it's no, it's getting later by you. It's about 10 o'clock your time now. 9 o'clock for me, but I, it still feels like 10 o'clock uh, here. I haven't really adjusted to this. Let's wrap there. Do me a favor. Become a supporting listener of the show so we can have a drink every other Friday. Ten drinks. I had quite a few this past Friday, if memory serves me correct. A lot of fun. And uh, get your Sayulita Super Spreader tickets before it's too late. Sayulitasuperspreader.eventsmart.com And if you can do all that for me, I will be back with a new episode for you. And until then, just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.